Hi, this is Carl Polachek, and I'm here at SMB Nation with Jeff Middleton. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Carl. It's good to see you again. I don't think we've talked since MVP Nation. Probably no. Uh, well, oh, on the phone, maybe. Except for your conference. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, did we talk at my conference? I thought I did all the talking. Oh, well, that's an excellent point. So, <laughs> No, actually, we should give credit where credit is due. I mean, seriously. I didn't do most of the talking. I did some. But, you know, the, the, the thing about doing the conference that I, I do in New Orleans is that it actually gives everybody in the community, the, the MVPs and, and uh, the experts that we, we know to uh, sit around and chat. Uh, there's a stage involved, but for the most part, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity for everybody to talk. The kind of conversations you and I have when we sit together. Together, except for we would do with a room full of people. And it wouldn't be possible if, uh, if we didn't have the participation of all those folks. Well, and I was very happy to be at that conference. And I don't know the number, but you do. do you, can you tell us how many speakers, how many presenters, panelists were there in total at your conference in 2012? Well, typically, I, I, I would struggle to remember exactly how many there were this year, but it, typically it, it ranges between 24 eight to 35, there's, there's a business model reason why that happens. It has to do with the number of days and the number of sessions and how many people it takes to populate it. But it's by far, it is, uh, it is a very top-weighted uh, count of people involved because since it's about conversations, we generally don't have single-person pre presentations. We have bunches of people. Right, I think there were maybe four of us that had slide decks, and between the four of us, we had six slides. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, and I think two of you reused the same deck. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so your conference was great, and I'm hoping that, you know, uh, it'll be back at maybe 2014? Well, it's the annual conference that I do periodically, right. so you never really know which year it's going to come back, you know. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> Excellent. So, topic number two. So we're going to go through a few topics here. Topic number two is... Uh, Last time we talked, you were in the, in the, I guess, at the end of the first stage and beginning of the second stage of the big road show. How did that finish up, and is there a future for it? Uh, well, absolutely, there is a future on the road show. Of course, you're talking about the SMB MVP Community Road Show. And, and in a sense, we really have a change topic. Uh, we change scale. Um, for, for those who may not remember or, or uh, weren't aware of it, uh, the, the conference that I do every year, as we were just saying, is based upon the idea that uh, people who want to attend conferences where there are, is a discussion-based information um, enjoy the fact that we typically relied on a number of MVPs to do presentations and to uh, provide the content. So the Community Roadshow, which uh, sponsored by HP and Microsoft and additional underwriting from uh, SBS Migration, my company, um, put together a world tour, but it was basically the conference on tour. And uh, the way it was done is we did have specific decks, we, the content was designed by the MVPs, but we basically went around the world, 55 cities, 13 countries, uh, over a period of nine months, and engaged uh, over 3,000 people in the, uh, the SMB community. Uh, that tour ran for a period of nine months, and then ultimately, because of the product release cycle of Microsoft's Windows uh, 2012 series of products, we sort of stopped at the point that people were more interested in hearing what was coming out next. But as everybody now knows, the first half of this year was under total silence for Microsoft. Anything they couldn't talk about, they didn't. And that eventually caused us to get off of the road so that we didn't have to pantomime in front of people and say, I don't know, I don't know, I can't say. Right. Um, now that, uh, that you know, the, the, the fog has cleared, uh, for better or for worse, we, we now know what Microsoft's business model looks like going forward. We know what the small business space looks like. 
We know about the uh, impending retirement of the SBS product brand. It's still another year out. Uh, and we know what Microsoft, or we know, we, we know most of what Microsoft is planning coming up. They still haven't talked about Exchange, and they still haven't clarified some couple of issues on it. But we sort of can see down the road for another year or two about what it looks like. It clearly looks different. And in terms of doing another road show, I'm coming back around to that. Oh, there's, there, now we're going to answer the question. And there's that topic, yeah. Right, there we go. Yeah. Um, but on that topic, um, <laughs> part of what uh, we would be looking to do on the road show is to actually go out and talk to people about the, the questions on everybody else's mind. What, you know, what do I do? What do I do next? What, it, is there a future in what I've been doing? And I don't mean just SBS. I mean that, that method of delivery, that, that mechanism of work, uh, that kind of engagement with a customer, uh, the sort of product sets and solutions that you propose, uh, is, is, is selling a product versus leasing it versus making uh, conversion into a service model. There's a lot of questions out there that maybe you thought that was a conversation on the other side of the room and you weren't really interested in about it, and well, now it's the only conversation. That's where we are. Right. Now. One of the things, I'm going to switch topics again, because mm -hmm. I know you got a very quick mind, and everybody who's listening has ADD, so huh? it works out well. What? One of the things that happened at your conference this year is you announced an entirely new brand, which is now, I guess, I don't know, putting words into your mouth, it's consumed what used to be SBS migration, and now you've got a bigger umbrella, and um, you, you handed out hats and shirts, and now you're handing out cards at this conference. Tell us about SMB IT Pros. Okay, so um, the IT Pro Experts is, is the name of the operation. It's itproexperts.com. Now, technically, what this is is that SPS migration has not gone away. Uh, what I've done is to recognize the obvious, two things that were obvious, is that now everybody that knows that SBS as a product is going away, I don't want people to think that my business model goes away. SBS migration is going to be around because it's a very long tail. There will be people migrating out of SBS servers for, I don't know, three, five years further out into the future, even if there's not another release. But, you know, at some point, if you've got an identity on a product that's been pulled uh, from the market shelf, um, you know, people are going to have a question of, well, should I put my money in the slot because, you know, it may be empty. Um, so the, the idea of IT Pro Experts really comes from not a rebranding of SBS migration, but a more common sense branding of everything that I have done with SBS migration. So, we talked about the roadshow. We talked about the conference. Uh, SBS migration started in 2004 and had precisely one product solution for approximately three days. That product was how to migrate from SBS 2000 to SBS 2003. And three days after I started the business, I got contacted by Microsoft Australia, who wanted me to come to Australia and tell people how to migrate out of back catalog products, old NT kind of products. So over the years, I continued talking about other kinds of migration processes. And you know, scroll forward now eight years, we've been around the world on tour. We've been talking about migration that makes sense. And I start talking to people in mid-market, and they don't listen because you know, SBS migration. Well, I'm not interested in SBS. I'm in mid-market. So it's gotten to the point where for my core set of products that I sell, some of what I'm talking about is it's not a good lead to have SBS in the name. This was planned all along. 
we actually announced uh, that we were changing uh, what we would put at the top of the masthead to, to IT Pro experts. We announced that before Microsoft brought their information out so that everybody could be clear that we were making a statement before Microsoft did. Um, some people are going to say that, they, that we reacted, but the reality is we've been working on a transition to bring in a new master brand for over two years. And it just happened to come out in coincidence on this. So IT Pro Experts, in summary, is, a, is launched as the partner, global partner resource portal for all historical customers of SBS migration and all historical partners of SBS migration. And when I say partner, I mean partner, partner down and partner up. Because if you look at the conference, if you look at the tours, if you look at the engagement that I have done, if you look at the products that we've sold, we have relationships with other vendors worldwide. We have relationships with user groups worldwide. We have relationships with the IT consultants who do this. And so IT Pro Experts is providing a central core identity for continuing to do events, continuing to do tours, continue to sell products that are related to SBS and the migration catalog, continuing to do migration products, but honestly doing other kind of projects that sit right next door to it. You know, I'm a businessman like everybody else. I, I, I love the idea that if you migrate a server every three years, you come back and buy one item every three years. But if I could have you come back and buy something else in, a, you know, in, in the meantime, um, that's what I have to do in terms of my product set is to provide additional alternatives. So we're diversifying the product catalog because that's what I was going to do anyway. We're changing the identity to make everything underneath it make more sense. Very good. So. That leads into the next topic, which is if FBS, you know, is going to go away in about another year, more or less, and then people migrate off of that, are you done with migrations and just on to other things? Or is there really truly a market in, in migrations in this space going forward? So I'm not going anywhere as far as uh, pulling away from anything that we've previously committed to do. We're going to do it. As a matter of fact, we will, before the end of the year, fulfill every uh, announced catalog item uh, that we have had in development. Uh, we'll, we'll put those things out, and we'll be supporting those over the longer period of time. You know, I would have to, to look at you and Carl and say, you know, if you went through the process of designing a product, getting the whole thing packaged, why would you pull it off? Oh, wait. I need to go ask Microsoft that. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, but um, seriously, I always saw uh, what we were doing, we called it migration because that's what the marketplace referred to it as. I see it as change management. And change management with an SBS server always meant a full replacement and migrating your data and bringing your directory services along. But it, it's a change management issue. What happens with the uh, departure of SBS is that whether it is cloud-based stuff or on-prem individual elements, whether it's the line of business application server or other components of what does it take to you know, have a business run, whether it's Link or, or whatever. Change management remains one of the most challenging things for any business of any scale. It is, it, it is something that there are departments in large organizations that are responsible for change management. And in small business, there's no place to have a change management specialist. So it continues to be something that you'll, you'll see that you have to have one of a couple of choices. You either never change. <laughs> Which is what many people are trying to do, business yes, owners. That, that, I, we'll see how well that works. Um, <laughs> if you change, you simply go and you have somebody else implement the change for you. You, you basically contract out that uh, they handle it all. 
how, let's give an example of that. Let's say you abandon SBS and you decide to fully embrace Microsoft's Office 365, cloud-based services and such like that. A lot of these services are actually saying, we'll migrate you for free. We'll bring your data up into our cloud space and it won't cost you anything. So if you, if you like the model, if you think that feels comfortable, then that turns out to be a free solution where they take over that change management. A third option would be, well, what if you don't want to go into somebody who offers that? Or what if you want to go split? You want to go in different directions? Or maybe you want to be hybrid with some stuff on-prem and something in the cloud. These kind of change management cases are much more complex. And it's something where somebody who specializes in that can give you advice. And since I remain committed to the channel, what that means is that for IT pros who want to go handle change management and continue to propagate their customer relationships, we become a resource to help them understand what their options are on how to implement it based upon how this continues to evolve in a product and service model marketplace. So have you registered ITSmallBusinessChangeManagement.com? Um, yeah, but I found out uh, about three days ago I misspelled it. Oh, that's got to <laughs> suck. Now, let me ask you just the one question that you probably are not prepared for, uh, and that is when you think about Microsoft and you think about this space, right now, 2012 is out, we got Essentials and we got Foundation Server. Are they going to come out with something else in this space? We've got, you know, sort of had home server and it went away, had small business server, you know, 17 years later it's suddenly gone. Um, we got these two products left. Is there a new product line you think that Microsoft is working on for this space or are they just moved on? Well, um, there's this, uh, this scene or this line from the, uh, the stage play that eventually became a movie called Chicago. Um, and Roxy Hart uh, sings this particular section of the thing where my world used to be all about yes and suddenly my world is about no. Okay, so I, I think that uh, what I see is that Microsoft is moving in a cycle and in the current cycle the answer is no. I don't think that they're looking to diversify product at that part of that space. Their answer is no. And in some respects you can kind of look at it and I frankly am surprised that there is foundation and essentials. It, it, in terms of what Microsoft is doing right now, it doesn't feel permanent to me, and I'm not seeing a third piece in it based upon what they did this year. Um, that's not based upon me having inside information, that's just interpreting why would they go through all this trouble with this wonderful range of, of products that they had that we talked about on tour, storage server essentials, home server, uh, the, the SBS essentials platform, the standard platform, the premium platform. They clearly collapsed all that stuff down because they didn't want to be across that many pieces and they're indicating that they think small business should be in the cloud. So I don't think we're going to see something new there. Uh, implicit in your question, I think, is if they're not going to put something new in there, what does that mean about what they have released? So you, you've got the product stack that is, you know, the foundation essentials level type of very, very simple and small product. You've got the standard, which is scalable product, and then you move up into uh, data center and, and such. The standard product and the essentials product are going to become the core of what most of us as value-added integrators would say, ah, that's the product I can work with. Foundation, yes. If you want to go into really small businesses, then you can use that. Uh, but I think that as we start looking at more cloud solutions, um, 
in another year, we're going to understand that if you want to do value-add, it's probably not going to be specifically on value-adding the server itself. It's going to be value-adding the customer's business. And, you know, that may mean that it's something you install on the server. But I, I believe that those of us who are going to succeed in being in the SMB space for the next couple of years going forward, you need to be looking at the customer's business and looking at what their business needs to add on and make that your business model because I think if you're looking at the Microsoft product catalog and trying to figure out what to add on to the Microsoft product catalog, you're going to be in a world of no. Your, your growth model is going to be to grow out the customer's business of technology, not just growing the technology of the technology. Very good. So, if folks want to get connected to you, stay with connected with you, and find out what's going on in the future with the roadshow, with the potential conferences, so forth, they register at IPTProExperts.com? Yeah, you can still contact me through all of the SPS migration addresses because SPS migration isn't going away. Again, I want to clarify that. That that's website's going to be there for the long term. It's going to focus on SPS solutions. IT Pro Experts, you're going to be able to find me through either the contact resources that we issue there or, you know, I would say that most people would figure out if they sent Jeff at almost any domain name I have, probably going to get to my desk. Um, what I would say is that if you're interested in roadshows, you uh, should either go to the roadshow website or if you're interested in products, go to the product website, hit our feedback form, and anything that gets filled into the feedback form, you become part of the contact list we use. Very good. Well, thank you for your time today. I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks, Carl. I had a question for you, but I don't remember what it was. I talked to you. All right. Well, get, get your phone out. We'll record your question. Okay. Thanks, Carl. Talk to you later.